Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. Discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before we get some foot on the boat, we put them into a sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round and we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide who steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell them what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. We have seen into the eye of God. We looked deep into it, and he brought us on a journey of time and space. We went to the future. We perceived things your puny mortal minds couldn't even comprehend. But then we went and looked at some other stuff that you could comprehend because we realized we did that for a show. It'd be kind of shitty because you, your brain was big. You, you'd die. It's like The Ring, except for our podcast, you would die. So now we're doing future stuff that you will understand. Final four, go. Okay, so question. Yeah. And if we do release The Ring episode, which I know we shouldn't, that's very bad. We but be, yeah, no. Because it only is really going to hurt our listeners i i forgot how the curse works is it you and i are we going to have to come through the phones and do it or do the two avatars the two boxers come out and they become like become real and they box you to death i can't remember what deal we made with the curse i thought it was the image i wanted it to be the image on the front but i know you were very keen on hey we got to do our own work i okay i I don't know exactly how it's going to work on that end, but I do know on the few test people that we did do it on, I did have vivid dreams of me murdering them. And the mm. next day they were dead. Did have some murder dreams. Yeah. All right. Well, at least then I'm elite. It sounds like then I'm probably going to be asleep then. Yeah. Oh yeah. What it was wild though. Like, because we sent it to that guy. Remember we sent it to that guy in Cincinnati. He listened to it and he did die. Yeah. And I did wake up from a murder dream covered in blood, but I was in South Dakota. Right. I, I mean, to be fair, we just were never going to try to tour in Cincinnati. Like, we just were like, I don't want to even have a reason to have to go to Cincinnati. So, so it just, had to, it had to be done. Tested it. That was our that was our focus group was our Cincinnati audience. Yeah. So, I mean, knowing. Yeah. Because, I mean, I took a fat nap like last week, woke up covered in blood, though. Yeah. But I don't I don't know. Is it weird when like it's not that shocking? Yeah. Well, like, I, mean, I, I don't know. It I know made I sense woken for the up. context of the dream. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm bloody from the dream. You die in the yeah. dream, you die in real life. It's the same thing. If you get blood on you in the dream, you're going to get blood on you in real life. I'm just running the numbers. If the cops come, I'm pretty ironclad. There's no way I could have went to sleep, drove to Cincinnati, murdered this man, and drove back. Yeah. The timeline's not there. Yes, no. I'm covered in the blood. Yes, the DNA does match that man. But how? But how? But then you have to explain. You're the one who has to take it to court, not me. Yeah. Because I'm going to sit there the whole time. proven guilty. Yeah. I'm the whole time going like I didn't do it. The like, but you you had to have. I'm like, well, isn't that your job to prove, huh? I need you to build a timeline, officer. Yeah, build the timeline. Get some red string, fucking make it count. Okay, let's prove some shit. Otherwise, I'm walking scot free, and we might exactly. release. And, and also, I will, do you mind listening kill to this again. episode, officer? Hey, real quick, can we play that in the in the trial, real quick? Let's just play that episode if we don't mind. They would too. Oh they my god, to. they would have to. They'd have evidence. to for evidence, and, and then, then we're just, just like, starts. well, <laughs> that's not how I wanted to do it, but same outcome. We're not going to jail. No, not for this. That's what uh, we're talking about today. The future. We're talking about the future, folks. Here we are at the final four, where we have the hoverboard going up against virtual reality. And then we have on the other side, we have Butler Robot going up against the Universal Translator. Cody, where do you want to start on this? Do you think a hoverboard, like hoverboard sounds so cool, right? But sure. Do you think it's actually lame as fuck? Because if I see someone do a 360 McTwist on a hoverboard, I don't think I'd be impressed at all. Well, you did you did eliminate the big part of what makes tricks cool, which is gravity. Knowing that what comes up 
must come down, you know? Like that's yeah, why if Tony Hawk does a 900 on a hoverboard. Everyone's going to be like, yeah, dog, yeah, we can all do that. It's like, I think it's the reason why slam ball didn't take off the way we thought it would, you know? Cause we're like, wait, you're telling me you're going to make it. So all of us can dunk now and everyone's doing cool tricks to get to the hoop. Uh, fucking sign me up. And then we watched it and we're like, yeah, when everyone can dunk, it's not as cool as when only some people can dunk. <laughs> It's a lot different, and it's not my favorite anymore. Like, I think it's a lot of that. Nick, Nick, like, Nick, Nick, aside real quick, just yeah. so we remind you, I know a guy who played professional slam ball. Oh, fuck yeah, of course. Yeah, dude, it's that's, lit. That's, I mean, I, that has to be one of those things that's just like a weird fever dream that you're not sure you did. Like, you're like pretty confident because you have the uniform, you have the videos, but you're like, that's I mean, crazy we did I that, get it, though, right? I have like, the blood, society I have made the it. murder weapon. Yeah, I I don't really think I did it. I don't think I killed that dude. I just don't. I can tell you how he died. Yeah, 100%. I can give you exactly how he died. I'm just saying, our hoverboard's only cool until we get them. I think I do. I agree with you. But then, okay, let's just take out the cool factor and just say, then is this a suitable way to get around? Like, in the same way that I really do enjoy, I like our little motorized scooters. I don't like that we leave them fucking everywhere. That we got to knock off. But I love, are you allowed to have motorized scooters in South Dakota? They let y'all have those or they kick those out real quick? We, I think we, we can have them. The city doesn't provide them like they do for you. Well, our, ours are the benevolent overlords of Lyme and uh, Bird. They bring them down upon us in the, in, the, in the warm months. And they let us have them and use them for ourselves. And our city does just allow it. But that's like one of those things where I'm like, I don't mind getting around like this. A little 15 mile per hour situation. I just stand there, drive it. But I will say the fun goes away pretty quick when you start using them. And then you're just like, oh, yeah, this is just how I'm going to get around. You know, I think it's all transportation is cool until you're like, do you remember what it was like to drive a car? The first, you're the like, first time. what the, f this is insane. Like, I, dude, now I drive a car. I'm like literally eating sushi with chopsticks. Like, I don't give a shit about this. This is the yeah, like, I have to do this. There's, there's no way I'm going to die driving this. There's no way I can like. <laughs> I'll take a nap and wake up. I ain't dying driving a car. You know, like you lost all of that respect for it. I just think like that's the lane that hoverboard's just going to eventually. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's how I get around. I don't, what? It's not, yeah, it's not cool. It's just how it is. Just what? how I go. You know for a fact that we'll have virtual reality hoverboards and they'll be more cool because then we can add things in that you can't do in real life. We'll have virtual reality hoverboards that bring the gravity back. Skateboard to electric boogaloo is basically <laughs> what I'm saying. I like so you're in your head, it's better for us to make VR, to go VR, but have hoverboards in there, but make it so the hoverboards have to act like skateboards. Yes. So instead of just use it, but then we could just use skateboards. No, it's different though, because the friction of the wheels is slowing you down. So now you've got skateboards that go even faster than skateboards. I don't know. What do we need that for though? Like, I, I guess like, what do I need fast skateboard? Skateboard was fast enough. Seemed to be doing a good job. I don't but if you know. can get faster board, then you can even do more tricks. Imagine doing okay, so you have the gravity to do the 900 McTwists, Jesus, Air, Christ vertical. Yeah, but you can't do it because you can't get the speed. Now we take away the wheels, we had hover technology, but you still keep the gravity in. Nick, follow me here. Okay, okay. I'm not I'm not a get okay. Hold on. I kind of see it now. I I mean there's it would make the X games that They'd have to add an extra X. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> the triple X game. Triple. Well, no, because then then people are going to think that they're promising something that I don't think the X Games is. It's not a porno fest, you know? <laughs> so I think just the, the – well, then you just call it the Dos Equis games. 
You got two X's. Jose- now you got Joseki's as Joseki's a sponsor. Sponsorships coming in hot on that one. That's coming in. So just ride that wave. You know, it's like it's so extreme. We added another X. Like I mean, it, the the advertising rights itself. I can you imagine skateboarding completely nude, dude? If you eat it, that's gonna be the worst on a hardwood half pipe. You you go up for your Jesus Christ McFlurry, and you come down just hanging dong and slide all the way down on the hardwood. Yeah, I think that's why we haven't seen it. I think that's why even I've seen a lot of jackass videos. I've seen I've seen CKY. I've seen it. I've seen all those tapes. They did a lot of stuff naked. The one thing they were never like, yeah, let's do that was like, let's get into a skate park naked. Everyone there seemed to be like, nah, man, you can just shoot me with rubber bullets, man. I'd rather I'll do that instead of doing the skateboard naked because that's I'm not you can't risk it. It's too risky. It's far too risky to handle. That it's too scary. I think I'm leaning virtual reality in this world because I, again, I don't think I'll access the hoverboard to its truest potential, Mm -hmm. but I could in virtual reality. Yeah, I just know that at some point, hoverboard's only going to be good for like certain distances, Mm -hmm. you know? And also, you know, hoverboard's going to be that thing where, and I'm surprised we don't have it already because I can fix a bike right now. If your bike's broken, I can probably fix most bikes um, based on the knowledge I've had from fixing my bike. I ain't going to know nothing about fucking nuclear engines. So now I'm going to have to take it to a specialist every time it breaks down to have them fix it. That's going to cost an arm and a leg every single time. Come on now. I can fix a bike right now, you know? So I'm like, if it's going to be my short-term means of transportation, I just get a bike, you know? And if it runs, if it's runs on voodoo, like I prescribed, then you're going to have to go to a shaman and that's not cheap. Never. Yo, the shaman you want people don't talk about it with inflation but shamans have really their prices that's who we're really seeing go up in all yeah. of this if you're really in that crystal game that shaman game that voodoo game like we are it inflation has been the toughest on us but people don't like to talk about it you know mm-hmm. that's yeah. what's tough. you don't even know. you know shrunken heads are going for a lot right now and it's voodoo dolls crazy yeah people think that buying up aquifers is what the rich are doing i'm telling you right now i've probably sold more shrunken heads to elon musk then he has aquifers for sure. For sure. What's he doing with all these heads? I sold them a lot too. We should talk about that later. It's probably a curse. I mean, it's a curse. There's it's a, a curse. curse coming. I don't know exactly. I don't assume it's on me. So I'm just kind of like, hey, man. And I'm kind of like the Jordan of it all. I'm like, hey, man, both Democrats and Republicans buy shrunken heads. You know, like I can't sit. I can't sit here and try to make not make money when this is what I do. You know, well, I'm more of a middleman for shrunken heads, but that's the thing. I'm gonna buy an expensive off the shaman, so you don't have to deal with shamans. Now you gotta yeah, pay. And then it I will deal with the shaman on. Yeah, that's how I do it too. I'm not getting VR. I think so. I think that's the way to go. Okay, next up, we have Butler Robot going up against Universal Translator. Now, here's my problem with Universal Translator, and it's not a big problem. It's I mean, it's a it's a reasonable one. I just feel like we're like a two, we're like two years out. Like I don't feel like this is of all the things we're talking about. We are like within five years of it basically being here and being perfect and ready to go. I just did a bunch. I had to do uh, this presentation on chat GPT recently or like mm-hmm. generative AI uh, for an interview. Boy, oh boy. Is it re- is is AI very good at uh, translating? It's it's very, very good. And it's going to do that very well, very quickly soon. So I'm just like, I mean, I'm excited about it, but now it's too close, you know? It's not future tech. It's just tech now. Yeah, at some point, it's just going to be tech, and then it's just going to be like, okay. And then you that's the saddest part is, like, this thing that's, a, like, all these things that are, like, meant to, like, change the world. And at some point, we just get to it, and we're like, okay, all right. I want Rosie from the Jetsons in my house. Right. 
I want her to clean. I had to. I didn't do a lot of dishes this week, Catherine. I'm sorry, <laughs> and I had to catch up on dishes because I had other stuff going on. And I'm out here. Which, if I had a robot, it'd probably be solved. I don't go to Japan every day. I mean, I'm going to be going to Japan. It's going to be lit. But I don't need a universal translator every day. Right. Well, I could use a butler robot every damn day. I, oh, here's the problem. Here's what I wonder, though. Because, like, like you said, the dishes are my responsibility. Why do I feel like in a world where we have a, a robot, I would still have to do the dishes? Like, it's like something like my wife's like, no, no, no. That's your response. Don't the robot can't do everything. You need to do. You need to have your own responsibility. <laughs> like they need some way to like watch and make sure. Like, hey, you're still taking care of the house in your own way. We're not just entrusting all Absolutely of this to the robot. Not. I do not have that feeling at all. That robot can get its fingers dirty and get in there, get deep <laughs> in that deep dark water. Robot. See, here's I do okay, but now that we're kind of talking about it, and I'm thinking about like rich people because rich people have human butlers, right? Like when you don't have to do chores as a child, I feel like it ma it makes you shitty. Like it's a guaranteed one way ticket to shitty person. Well, that's why I I did chores as a child. I'm saying yeah. I don't. If I have a kid for some godforsaken reason, the kid will have the chores, and the robot will make sure the kid does them. <laughs> but now you've raised a child who's going to resent the robots and start the revolution. That's uh, as long as I'm done, as long as I don't have to do dishes at the end of this scenario, Doc, you're done. for sure doing it. Cause now your kid's out on your side. When your kid starts the revolution, you can't just be like, Oh, Johnny, I always knew you had it in you to fight the overlords. He's like, you made the overlords watch. Me. <laughs> you're not, you're just as much a robot as they are. If anything, you're less, at least that person was there. Where the fuck were you? Bang, bang, do the dishes. <laughs> I'm god dang. Like, so no I, matter what hellscape we end up in, after Skynet collapses and the T2s and T11s and T100s are running around, I'm still doing dishes. I'm just doing robot dishes now. I don't think we're getting off dish duty, dog. That's what god. I'm saying. When it all when it's all said and done. Cuz you also once again too. That's the, we talked about this last time, but if you invite a robot into your house, you have to be prepared for the uprising, their mm -hmm. uprising. Yeah. And when that happens, who knows? Maybe you doing the dishes some of the times might be the reason that robot's like, yeah, we good. Get out of here. I'll give you a 15 minute head start. Yeah. And you're like, you get out. Yeah. Yeah. You did them dishes. You didn't have to do that. I could have done that and I would have done it better, but you get out of here. You get out of here. I'll say, it, you know, I think that's, that's my thing. That's my problem. Here's we got okay. all these class. Okay. We got mixed martial arts classes. People out here are learning Krav Maga, Taekwondo, Karate, all these things. Why don't we have a robot defense class where you learn how to take down robots? Because that's the future that we are going to have to do. How uh, I I can know Krav Maga, right? But right. I can't beat Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator with Krav Maga. He's no, a care. No. I mean, luckily right now, the self-defense that you really need is a long stick for those walking, the dog ones. Those ones get a good stick with you. Knock them on their side. They have they have troubles. It takes them a minute. They don't like it. Not <laughs> fans of just the old classic. I knocked you over. Look at you. Look at your ass. I do think, Cody, to your point though, TM, 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 because right now all rich people are doing is like weird, like self-defense class, like or like survival camps where they're like learning how to live in the woods and stuff. I think we pioneer the first robot self-defense class. Yeah. And that way, because billionaires will be like, wait, I do, I should also know that. They want to have all these end of all these apocalypse scenarios covered for themselves. So I just think you and I set that up and we just show them how to fight against some robots that don't exist.
They don't care. They don't care. They just, they're rich and they need to spend that money. Yeah. I think, so I think in order to make this, we will need to break into MIT and steal one of those dogs or one of the Boston dynamics. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, but they're letting that shit loose in the streets now. I don't think it's going to be that hard to steal robot because the robot's I, not like on a anti don't take, like they don't have self-defense yet. That's what, and, and even when they do get self-defense, we'll be ready because the classes we're teaching. We've been but taught. I'm We've already saying, figured you out. We're ahead yes. of you now. I think they do have a GPS in there, though. So that's something we will have to contend with. Well, yeah, but once they come and find they're like, hey, we want our robot back. We're just like, or would you like to join this new business opportunity, Sharks? <laughs> We've got a bit yet, right? <laughs> we are in the Dragon Pit now. Yeah. Wow. God, Canada's name is the Dragon Pit, and it's so much cooler than fucking Shark Tank. Yeah. Is that it's called the Dragon Pit in Canada? Uh, the Dragon's Den, I think. Yeah. Dog, that's and, and instead of sharks, they're called dragon. I will say the only reason I don't like that is because we don't call like like businessy people dragons, but I like that they're like, no, 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 but we should start. Like we yeah, right. we can't be called dragons if we don't call ourselves dragons. You know what I'm saying? We have like, to be, we have to be the change we wish to see in the world. In the world. I, I'm locking in the butler robot, dude. Universal Translator is so close that it, I don't, it no longer counts as future tech. I guess my question, my only question for like Universal Translator has a lot to do with like slang. And how does it process when when like a Gen Zer is talking about how bussing this cap this food is no cap? How is that going to translate to the person that they're speaking to? What does what will they get in return? Will will it be so good? It's like this man's using slang to explain your food is very good. There is no lie detected here. <laughs> Do you? I think that uh, the evolution of slang is going to go so fast here in the next five to 10 years because we're going to, once the universal translator kicks in, people are going to be able to use all languages slang. So we'll just, start everyone's. Grab, we'll just start chomping all the words that we like from other people. <sighs> we're going to, I don't know. To... I don't know what bussin no cap means in like how you say that in Japanese. Right. I'm going to learn, but I want to know what's your version. And I might take that one. Cause that's way. Exactly. Yeah. If I hit you with some Croatian slang, dude, that's next level. <sighs> Are you dog, kidding me? Dog. Well, no, that sorry. I just I there's always this little part of me. There's always this little part of me that's uh expecting the end of the world like biblically mm. and uh expecting the good old like left behind series revelations to come true. And like because I was like, oh yeah, man, eventually we would just have one language, and then like a, immediately my gut hurt, and I was like, Oh no, that's a sign of the apocalypse. That is what the devil wants. Oh no, are we oh man, and I don't really believe in that stuff. But every now and again, when we start doing stuff, that's exactly what you're like the way it's supposed to go. You're like, maybe it is like, I, you I know, got, I still we'll have that little we'll keep bit an of an eye fear. on that. Keep an eye on it. All right. Yeah. I'm locking in Butler robot. I, I, think, I'll, I think I'll lock in. I'll lock in Butler robot as well. Okay. So now we have virtual reality going up against Butler robot. Obviously here we have decided that it is either very important that our lives that we currently exist in are made easier by the robot or be like, fuck this life. I'm going to just hang out in VR. Yes. I I'm actually. I'm leaning towards Butler Robot at the moment because games are tight right now. The new Zelda just came out. It's bussing, no cap. Yep. And I w wish I was playing it right now, to be honest with you, Nick. I I'm very I sorry. All I think about <laughs> it's, it's really where my brain's at right now. I'm trying to. <laughs> so that I'm just in that space. But I'm saying I don't know if virtual reality is going to be something I want to do. It's see, I like games because they're escapist, but I also like being in the world with my cat. You know, right? Playing right. I don't. Virtual reality might be too much for me and my delicate constitution. Are you worried that it's, is it that it would be, is it the too addicting part? Like that you're just like, I, I do want to spend time with my family and friends in real life and not be constantly like, 
Yeah, I'm just gonna get hooked up here to that old haptic suit and get back Except- in that Zelda shit. <laughs> I can't, gotta get back in there. It feels so good when I glue stuff together. The haptic suit. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I, is that is that what you're is that what you're saying? Like, is that the concern? Is if that you mastered it? Yes, I think the addictive part is a fear that I would have. Yeah, but I also just have the feel that I wouldn't be as into it as I want to believe. Sure. Like that, you like you don't think if it got good enough that it felt almost real. Like no matter what, I think no matter what, there will always be that element where you're like, I'm not in the real place because there's there's moose people walking around. There are there's way more there's way more steampunks here than there are in actual life. That's for sure. Yeah, got way more of, of them. Yeah. So it's like so then you're just like, okay, I'll always know that this is fake. That no matter what I do here, it doesn't truly impact the other world that i live in mm-hmm. is that like where you're where you're at a little bit a little bit where are you at in this whole argument where do you live in the because you don't game I, do, I don't game so that's why it's wild that i'm pretty good i'm kind of wild on this vr stuff like i do there is a part of me that's just like i want to dial up the like the medieval the medieval sim and just like go i want to go fight dragons like but i want to do it like i think that's the part for me with like almost to what you're saying where you still recognize it's fake. I think I could get more immersed because when I'm playing video games, that's when I feel like it's fake. That's when I'm like, I didn't actually kill that dragon. It's just on the screen. But if I'm in the suit locked in on a quest, I think I could get real deep. I think the problem is I could get real lost. Like that's, I know like that would be my concern is I would become that like second lifer who is just like, no, it's so much doper over there. I'm just going to spend all the resources on that and just be in there. And like every time someone wants to hang out, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Come meet me over. Come meet me on my island that I have now. No, Nick, we want to meet you like at the brewery. Like, let's go to St. Paul Brewing. You love that place. I actually already built a St. Paul Brewing on my island. It's right I built there. The exact replica with Minecraft bricks. It's right. Like pretty cool. Like it would be I would like actually want to go see that. So I think that's my fear though. Like, I don't like that idea. I don't like that. That so I'm riding hard for that VR, but I do think end of day. I, here's the problem with VR. At the end of the day, with virtual reality, I still have to do the fucking dishes, That's true. and I don't want to do dishes anymore. I even have a dishwasher. It's not hard. No. I put them in and I turn it on. Although but I think we I need to talk about. That- di- I think we need to talk about dishwashing commercials and like somewhat. We need to just become more clear in society on what how much food can be on that dish before it goes in. Because I feel like there are people who clean that dish completely clean. It is, it is for all intents and purposes, fully clean. And then they put it in the dishwasher. You're like, I don't, do you need to sanitize it? This is your, this is your house. Don't worry about it. This isn't a kitchen. This isn't, this isn't like a restaurant, you know? And then there's the people who are like wild and they're like, whatever it is from the moment that they have like taken it off, scraped any amount of food. They're like, that goes in the dishwasher. Like, well, that's. Dog, you had nachos. That <laughs> cheese is, is is baked, is now part of the dish. Unless you you got to hit it with the scrape, my son. Like, I what camp are you in? I'm, I'm, I want to, I know, I'm not in either camp. I want to know <laughs> what the actual reality is. Because I know you shouldn't have to clean it all the way. That's dumb. But I know you shouldn't, I know you can't put it straight up after I've had the chicken parmesan. I know these two worlds, but, but my wife is clean it all the way. But society, the commercials are like, dog, you could put the whole plate straight off of Thanksgiving in there and you're going to be all right. And that's not true either. And I just want to <laughs> know, we need to set realistic expectations in society for what the dishes need to look like when they go 
in the dishwasher. That's fair. We went, we just got a new dishwasher and we went and made sure we got the best one. We could literally throw a whole lasagna in there and they said it'd be fine. Dude, then, but my thing is, that's what, of course, that's what they fucking tell you. <laughs> that's, I'm not, that's what they say, but do it. And it doesn't come out the right way. You get your dish afterwards and you still see the lasagna, you still see bits and stuff. And you're just like, <sighs> so now I'm washing a dish that came out of the dishwasher. You know what would solve all of this though? Butler robot. Robot, robot does it. Robot. What is, okay, once again, because I just think you and I, we're just not used to being helped like that. Like, we, I think that's going to be the weird thing is being doted on. So what's going to be the weird thing you do to, like, show your robot butler humanity? Like, will you give them, like, a nice charging station? Like, you, like, really do it up for them, put, like, a good comfy chair, even though he's like, I don't need a I don't feel that. You're like, I know, but I mean, you know, just nice. Somewhere for you to charge. I think at. as long as you make sure to always say please and thank you to your butler robot, when Skynet inevitably falls and comes for us all, it will let you get a head start. You think so? You think it's just as simple as manners? Like it's manners. literally just it manners. Respect. Okay. And maybe See, give it some cool, uh, give it a cool outfit. Okay. But you know what I hate though? Is that current, the current way, if I'm nice to Siri, she doesn't give a fuck. Like, I need Siri to also be nicer back. Like, <laughs> she doesn't expect the please, but I'll do it, and I'll say please. I'll be like, hey, Siri, can you please turn on music? And then she'll do it. And I'll say thank you. Nothing after the thing. You know, you're, it's your bank in that, though. That's so – I hope so – that when, better be what it is because when I say <laughs> thanks, it would be nice to hear back. You're welcome. Like, no, just dude. a simple – it doesn't program manners, which is actually something with children that they're real. they're like – Hey man, um, if we don't do a better job, these kids might end up shitty because they they don't know manners because the robot doesn't make them do the manners. Whereas like your grandma, if you're like, hey grandma, can you turn on some music? And she's like, what the fuck did you say? Would you tell me to do? I, I meant please, grandma. Yeah, you're fucking right. Exactly. You're fucking right. You said please. Now you say, what do you say now? Thank you. You're welcome. See, was that that hard? We need robots to have that energy. Yeah, because otherwise these kids are about to be rude as hell, and it's not their fault. But they're just I think used Rosie. To being I think dicks. Rosie from the Jetsons has that energy. She's kind of got that in her, and I want that's the one I want. So I'm not going to that the, the that's that's the that's the personality you program into it. You'd be yep. like, just give me the Rosie. I don't. Hey, let's not get complicated here. I just want Rosie. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's already done. I think there's I, enough episodes of the Jetsons that the AI could figure that out. I want. I think I'm going to go Alfred. Okay. But I want is, a butler uh, who's British. A, I do want that because that feels like I finally won. Like that was the American dream was like to subjugate the like it wasn't what we said. But when we do, if we did it, we'd be like George Washington be like, you did it, guys. That was the point. You read right. the back. You read the back of the Constitution. Like I thought like I thought y'all would. You saw the secret message you saw. But also, when we can, invade Britain and make them our bitches. He did write that in there. All right, I'm looking at it in, Nick. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Let's go, Butler Robot, there uh, as the winner. And that is it, folks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want to about Chaboys, a few things that you can do, as always, share with a friend, tell a friend, wherever you're listening to this. Make sure you hit that like, that subscribe, that follow. All of those things would be great. Yeah, follow us on all of our social media accounts, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just look up at Friendly Comp Pod. If you have an idea for a 16-team tournament you'd like to see us do, email those to us at FriendlyCompetitionPodcast at gmail.com. If it's good, we'll do it. As always, shout out to Charizard for that intro to music. You want to hear more of their stuff, head over to Bandcamp. Type in Charizard, replace the vowels with sixes. That is it for us, folks. we got a new season coming up next week. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Luna. See you on the boat. <laughs>